0: Welcome to another edition of Professors at Work from the American University of Beirut, where every week we talk to a professor or research scholar about the work they're doing, the new discoveries they're making, what they're learning about the world, and what it means for the rest of us. I'm your host, Rami Khouri. Thank you for being with us. I'm delighted to have this week Professor Lema Musawi, who is a tenured associate professor, and Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development at the Aulayan School of Business. She's also the Director of the Center for Inclusive Business and Leadership for Women, which has been operating now for, I think, around two, three years, and is doing pioneering and important work around the region, which she will tell us about. So, Professor we thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. So tell us quickly, what is, uh, what is uh, the Center for Inclusive Business and Leadership for Women, otherwise known as SIBL? Why did it start and what does it try to do? And then we'll get into the actual research you're working on now.
1: Right. So uh, we started SIBL in 2019. SIBL um, uh, serves as a focal point in the Middle East and North Africa region to advance uh, inclusive employer practices, policies, and national strategies For women's dignified economic participation and representation at the organizational level.
0: Okay. And when you say employer strategies, you're focusing on businesses, whether private or public organizations and businesses that employ a woman.
1: Right.
0: Okay. So uh, you started uh, something quite pioneering at the very beginning, which was the KIP, the KIP index. Tell us why you did that? Uh, what it aimed to do, and where you are in the implementation of that regional index, and what is it telling us about the situation of woman inclusion or or not inclusion in uh, business and leadership?
1: Yeah, so the Kip Index, uh, the knowledge is power. It stands for knowledge is power. It's the inaugural project at uh, Sybil. It's the first um, uh, sector based. Uh, measure of women inclusive policies and practices in local organizations in the MENA region. Uh, It includes both qualitative and quantitative data from 11 countries. Uh, We surveyed more than 1,700 employers and we conducted more than 500 interviews to capture employer trends and the lived experiences of women across six sectors. So, the, the KIP, So we, we ended up developing two indices, the KIP index uh, tracks local employer policies and practices regarding re- the recruitment, retention, and promotion of women um, in the workplace across six sectors, and um, the sectors we consider are education, financial services, STEM, healthcare, professional services, and other services. We also developed the lived experience index, which tracks female citizen experiences of recruitment, retention, and promotion uh, across sectors um, in uh, in which they are are employed, in in organizations where they are employed. Why we did this? Because historically, there is a dire data deficit in the MENA region. Um, uh, So this has forced employers and decision makers to rely on data measured uh, and computed on international indices, uh, so we um, we tried through the um, KIP and lived experience indices to capture the local and nuanced realities that that exist in the uh, in the uh, workplaces. We tried to tackle this uh, regional data deficit by tracking recruitment, retention, and promotion. And um, um, through uh, by measuring the and the tracking the uh, employers' policies and practices and female citizens' experiences, we were able to uh, come up with a, with a, with recommendations um, for decision makers and investors uh, as to what they need to do in order to promote to improve the uh, to improve women's economic participation in the workplace in the MENA region.
0: Okay. So you're aiming the impact of your work. Obviously, the main impact is to have more women in business and promotion and leadership and retention. Uh, But you're aiming at the organization level at both private companies as well as governments and public institutions, right? Yes. Okay. And is, if you were to generalize in the uh, countries that you, the 11 countries that you uh, surveyed and did your research in, if somebody were to ask you, what is the single biggest finding that you've come up with in terms of the main, let's call it the main problem or the main challenge where uh, work really has to be focused to increase the status of women in business and, and organizational life? Is there one area that stands out from your research? Uh,
1: yes. So, um, um uh, employers, decision makers need to work on uh, uh, on developing retention policies that um, that support women's uh, economic participation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this stands out. Um, um, we um, so I mean th- there are recommendations that uh, uh, that pertain to the KIP index. So uh, if we look at the KIP index recommendations or findings, for example. We observe that we notice that recruitment policies and practices rank the highest in the MENA region um, however um, retention ranks the lowest and okay, we observe, We observe also that stem is the lowest ranking sector across the MENA region in terms of the uh, kip index score
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's the lowest performing sector um. And it uh, consistently ranks the lowest across all three dimensions, recruitment, retention, and
0: promotion. Okay. And therefore, um, you, you find that retention is the, is the area where you think that uh, action interventions would be the most effective in the short and medium term?
1: Uh, yes, we we uh, observe I mean we developed um, uh, many recommendations um, uh, that are uh, sector specific and country grouping specific. What we did actually we divided the eleven countries into groupings. so we have the resource rich labor abundant grouping, we have the resource poor labor abundant uh, grouping, and we have the resource rich labor importing grouping. So we develop uh, um, uh, recommendations by grouping and across sectors. But what we notice is that um, the retent- retention policies uh, score uh, the lowest and mm-hmm. the scores are extremely poor when it comes to retention policies um, in each sector and across each dimension and in, uh, in every country grouping. Uh,
0: oh, so this
1: is, this is if we look at the KIP index uh, findings. Now, if oh. we look at the um, Lift experience uh, index findings, we um uh, we observe that uh, women report having access to work, but they are neither retained nor promoted to the wow. same degree so okay.
0: um and and what's the uh, what's the antidote to this? Do you have um, a clear set of recommendations and do you issue these recommendations or do you actually get involved in intervention policies? With government with private sector with NGOs civil society whatever
1: yeah so we have a clear set of recommendations that we developed uh, we developed a general set of recommendations that applies to all sectors and we developed specific recommendations that apply to uh, to sectors that mm-hmm. are specific to sectors um, um, and I will talk about uh, I will talk about these in a moment but we I'm also uh, we are also working with, and we have worked with um, employers um, uh, across eight countries in the region to devise and co-create and implement inclusive policies that ad- address um, that address the uh, uh, the the um, uh, lack of uh, support for women's economic participation in the mm-hmm. uh, in the in the region. So. Um, uh, if we look at the uh, general recommendations, um, the general recommendations um, include, uh, col- uh, includes, uh, includes, for example, closing the closing the data deficit. There is still a growing need to collect and analyze gender disaggregated data across all dimensions of uh, recruitment, retention, and promotion. Um, um, and to have internal reporting mechanisms to build the internal capacity to, to recognize bias, discrimination and uh, workplace violence. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, having mentoring programs and networking opportunities um, also to increase the retention and promotion of women in the, in the workplace. And then uh, what we did is that we developed recommendations by sector and uh, by dimension so if we look at the STEM sector, because it's, uh, it ranks lo- the lowest on the KIP index, um, we developed uh, recruitment-specific recommendations. For example, HR managers need to collect data to understand why not enough women are applying to the sector. Uh, HR managers need to push for the implementation of gender-inclusive uh, recruitment and retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to showcase successful role models in the field, in this in the STEM. It's important to devise and communicate a gender inclusive benefits package to support women. On the retention, for, exa- for example, on the retention dimension, um, we uh, noted that HR managers should collect and analyze data about why uh, uh, about 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 uh, what pushes women out of the the STEM sector. Um, for women with high tenure, HR needs to collect data to understand whether tenure is linked to quality or experience. Um, HR managers and decision makers need to revise compensation and benefits to ensure mm-hmm. inclusive policies supporting women uh, employed in the sector. Uh, it's important to train staff and decision makers on supporting women. Um, um, on the promotion uh, dimension, for example, uh, mm-hmm. HR managers need to better support women uh, in top positions in the sector through better policies and benefits. HR managers should recognize the role of women in top decision-making positions in, in right. firing and supporting other yeah. women. And they need to headhunt for, uh, for qualified women.
0: Right. So if you um, are broadly... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we developed the uh, sector-based recommendations, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, um, uh, uh, yeah, that, that address okay. the issues that we're currently facing in the, in the workplace. So in if the you,
0: if, if you look broadly across all the research you've done and the findings that you've uh, come up with, do you have a clear idea of, what causes the situation why is it that a woman face a big problem say in retention um, is it um, some kind of cultural issue is it institutional bias is it uh, lack of awareness uh, lack of demand by women possibly or uh, and men uh, where where does this problem come from
1: yeah it is the uh, uh, barriers uh, preventing women from access to employment so um okay. uh, at Civil, at Civil, what we do is, um, uh, is, is uh, we focus on identifying these multi level barriers preventing women from uh, uh access to employment from balanced representation in in different sectors from reaching decision making levels. so what we do is we work with employers to uh, to address those barriers and um uh and uh, to to create policies uh, inclusive policies that address these uh, these barriers in the workplace
0: right and have you done this enough uh, over a, a sufficient period of time now to be able to say well we've achieved these successes we've identified ways to make breakthroughs or is it still too early to assess uh, how much actual impact you have um, in the retention uh, and, and promotion and recruitment of women. Uh, and I know you're, you mentioned that you're ready to do the second round of the Kip index. Are you now being able to develop data that lets you compare now with three years ago?
1: Yes. So... Um... Uh, we we've launched the first iteration of the KIP Index. We published it. We um, uh, gener- generated findings, and uh, right now we are in the process of collecting data for the second iteration of the KIP Index. So um, mm-hmm. we uh, we are planning to uh, um, to finish data collection by end of this month, by end of March. We are working with the country partners in uh, uh, across the MENA region and with employers uh, local employers um to uh, to to collect data uh, survey data and uh qualitative data so what we uh, what we aim to to do is to is to track uh and uh, see what happens like to uh, measure uh um to compare so want to compare the uh, findings or or the, the data from the first iteration of the kip index and the second iteration of the kip index to see uh, uh, what's going on? Whether employers mm-hmm. are uh, um, implementing inclusive policies, whether employers are um, uh, taking the recommendations which we we developed and working to improve women's participation in the workplace. We mm-hmm. also um, we also in the second iteration of the index we uh, uh, we asked specific questions related to COVID. We want to measure the impact of COVID of the pandemic on. Uh, On uh, women in the workplace so that's we what we aim to achieve and
0: yeah I mean yeah and you have now all the knowledge that you've generated the data the recommendations everything it's all online on your website so interested people whether they're individual employers companies government people or just men and women who want to make life better for and uh, gender uh, equitable societies, all of this information is available to them to access and to share with others?
1: Uh, yes, we have on our website a knowledge center um, that focuses on disseminating key findings to decision makers and businesses um, and uh, whomever is interested to learn more about what we do, so we publish all the reports over there, the findings, the recommendations. Uh, um, we, we have all the uh, uh, all the uh, key findings reports right. about what we do uh, published over there. Um, and and we um, right after the first iteration of the KIP index, we started working with employers. Uh, in the region to implement inclusive policies. And we were able actually to to, to um, draft, we co-drafted with the employers uh, around 100 uh, strategies and action plans wow. uh, across sectors and uh, across the three dimensions, uh, recruitment, retention, and promotion um uh-huh. so yeah i mean we we are following up with the with the employers uh, uh we co-created the inclusive policies with them and we are following up uh through the second iteration of the kip index to see what's happening and
0: uh, uh wow. whether we
1: yeah there's impact
0: yeah we only have a few minutes left i know that you've also inaugurated several new projects we don't have time to talk about all of them but one of them in particular um about uh, uh, gender lens investing, can you explain to us what that is and why you're you why you're moving in this area and what exactly you're trying to do?
1: Yes, so um uh, gender lens investing um, uh, it's is a, a concept that um, aims to direct investments to companies that are uh, inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. and um, what we did at Sybil, we uh, we launched. Um, a, uh, a mini-certificate program on gender lens invest- investing in partnership with the uh, School of Business Exec Ed program uh, to reduce the gender gap and promote inclusive workplaces uh, for women. So um, this program uh, targets employers, executives, uh, and investors, and is it is comprised of three modules that uh, aim to provide a, a deep understanding of what the g- gender lens investing uh, is, uh, what are the uh, various gender lens investing in the, initial, uh, in the MENA region, uh, what can be done to enhance the implementation of gender lens investing. Uh, we aim to raise the awareness of investors about the importance of integrating gender analysis into their investment strategies and um, Uh, work closely with employers and investors to to develop uh, action plans um, related to gender lens investing.
0: Mm. So Um, investors have one main aim. They want to make money. They want to make a profit, which is perfectly reasonable as long as they're equitable about it and and ethical. Uh, Do you have any evidence that gender lens investing actually is good for business? Because that's what the investors are probably going to want to know.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, we have uh, evidence. So uh, we uh, uh, we do we did the. Um, uh, uh, I mean, research shows that uh, inclusive workplace uh, workplaces are better, better perform better than non inclusive workplace. And so uh, uh, focusing on inclusion and promoting inclusive workplaces uh, would uh, improve the bottom line performance of employers and uh, would generate a better return on investment for investors.
0: And do you, do you have uh, a good idea now why inclusive businesses are better for business?
1: Yeah, so we do a lot of research in, uh, we did a lot of research in this area and we presented the business case, uh, uh, diversity of approaches, diversity of thinking, when you have uh, women sitting at the uh, um uh, in the with in the world of directors, uh, having diversity of approaches, diversity of thinking uh, is shown to um, um, it will help create novel solutions, uh, novel uh, uh, thinking approaches uh, that would improve the performance and the, the bottom line line performance uh, of uh, of um, uh, companies.
0: And this gender lens investing effort now, you're at the stage of uh, developing greater awareness through the certificate program and and other means, or are you now at the next level of actually trying to intervene in society with governments, with NGOs, with the private sector, and educational institutions like the American University of Beirut? Are you moving now to get this uh, process moving, or do you just do the research, put the information out there, and let people make use of it.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, the gender lens investing uh, is comprised of three modules. The first module, uh, first of all, we target investors and employers, um, decision makers, and we have around uh, 400 uh, investors and decision makers that registered for the uh, for the modules. The first module uh, module focused on creating awareness about what gender lens investing is. And uh, uh, um, and um, uh, what are the different uh, the the various gender lens investing initiatives in the region? The second module uh, which we had like last week it uh, focuses on uh, it, it was um, a it includes included a panel of experts that talked about uh, uh, about what can be done in to, to promote gender lens investing in the region and mm-hmm. why it's important and uh in the third module which we are planning which is going to take place at the, uh, towards the end of march we are going to be working closely with investors and uh employers to create action plans and strategies that enhance uh gender lens investing at the, in their companies in, in their in their businesses so we're going to okay. work closely with them to co-create um action plans that uh, that are gli focused
0: And these are for individual companies?
1: These are for local companies, yes.
0: Right, okay. Uh, We've run out of time, unfortunately, Lema Musawi. Uh, We've had a good discussion that only scratches the surface of the important work uh, that you're doing, but I'm sure we will continue to follow this up uh, over the years. Let me uh, remind our (coughs) listeners that I've been talking to Professor Lema Musawi uh, at the Olean School of Business, who is Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development and Director of the Center for Inclusive Business and Leadership for Women. Uh, Lema, thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. And thank you to the uh, listeners for joining us. I'm Rami Khouri, your host. Join us again next week for another edition of Professors at Work. Bye for now.